Leviticus chapter 20 verse 1 And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, 2. Moreover thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers, that sojourn in Israel, that giveth of his seed unto Moloch, that means to give his children to Moloch, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. And that's because if he is evil enough to sacrifice his kids to a demon god, that kind of evil will spread in the community. If he is allowed to do that, then other people will start copycatting. That's why God says to put them to death. But in the New Covenant, because Jesus died on the cross, his blood has the power to transform our lives. So we don't need to be put to death anymore because of sin. Because we can repent, be forgiven, and Jesus can give us the born-again life. 3. I also will set my face against that man, and cut him off from among his people, because he hath given of his seed unto Moloch, to defile my sanctuary, and to profane my holy name. 4. And if the people of the land do it all hide their eyes from that man, when he giveth of his seed unto Moloch, and put him not to death. 5. Then I will set my face against that man, and against his family, and will cut him off, and all that go astray after him, to go astray after Moloch from among their people. God says that if they won't put the man to death, and he causes other people to practice witchcraft, then all those people won't belong to the family of God anymore. And that's also true in the New Covenant. If we follow after witchcraft and demonic things, then we will lose our salvation. Now, I know a lot of people say that you cannot lose your salvation, but the Bible doesn't say that. There are hundreds of verses in both the Old and the New Testament that say that you can lose your salvation. I'll do a bonus episode on it one day. 6. And the soul that turneth unto the ghosts, and unto the familiar spirits, to go astray after them, I will set my face against that soul, and will cut him off from among his people. Today we would call it seances, or mediums, or spirit guides, or angel guides. It's also called reincarnation. All of those things have to do with the ghosts and familiar spirits, which are demons that pretend to be people from the past. And those demons feed you information about people. Because demons, they don't die. So they do know things about people who lived in the past. Then they tell it to somebody who lives today. And they tell that person, I'm your spirit guide. Or you're reincarnated. 7. Sanctify yourselves therefore, and be ye holy. For I am the Lord your God. 8. And keep ye my statutes and do them. I am the Lord who sanctify you. He says, be ye sanctified. But he also says, I sanctify you. So it is a give and take, but we do have to participate. 9. For whatsoever man there be that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He that cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon him. And it just shows you that if somebody hates their father and mother, their heart is very evil. Because you have to be pretty evil to hate your parents. Even if they hurt you, even if they abused you, even if they rejected and abandoned you. It isn't normal to hate your parents, even if they were cruel. It's abnormal to hate your parents, and it's very evil. That's why a lot of people who were abused don't actually hate their parents, because it's not normal. 10. And the man that committeth adultery with another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, both the adulterer and the adulteress, shall be put to death because it's an addictive behavior that follows the generations. If your father commits adultery, usually it'll end up in your generation as well, and then if you do it, your children will end up doing it. The sins of the parents follow the next generation. 
11. And the man that lieth with his father's wife, he hath uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. If you sleep with your mother or she sleeps with you, you're both guilty. 12. And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have wrought corruption. Their blood shall be upon them. It's corruption to sleep with an in-law. 13. And if a man lie with mankind, as with womankind, both of them have committed abomination, and that's homosexuality. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. 14. And if a man take with his wife also her mother, it is wickedness. They shall be burnt with fire, both he and they, that there be no wickedness among you. In the Bible, when they hung people and when they burned them, they didn't do it alive. They would kill them first and then hang them or burn them. And it's because there is shame in the hanging or the burning that you didn't get a proper burial so that no one would want to imitate what they did. 15. And if a man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death, and ye shall slay the beast. The animal is also corrupted, even if it wasn't the animal's fault. God loves all of his creatures. It might be that some of these animals, their minds are corrupted, and now they think it's normal to have sex with people, so they can't keep living. 16. And if a woman approach unto any beast and lie down there too, thou shalt kill the woman and the beast. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. And this is also talking about sex. 17. And if a man shall take his sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, and see her nakedness, and she see his nakedness, it is a shameful thing, and they shall be cut off in the sight of the children of their people. He hath uncovered his sister's nakedness, he shall bear his iniquity. When children practice incest, it's extremely evil. And we need to keep an eye on our kids and know where they are and what they're doing, because we don't want them to be committing great evil. It's common that when one kid in the neighborhood gets sexually abused by an adult, they'll go around and sexually abuse other kids in the neighborhood. That happens all the time. So we need to keep an eye on kids and know what's going on in their lives and be involved and not leave them alone to practice sin. 18. And if a man shall lie with a woman having her sickness, now this isn't really sickness, this means menstrual period, but of course a lot of women feel sick in their menstrual period, and shall uncover her nakedness, he hath made naked her fountain, that means the fountain of her blood, the womb opens up so that the blood can come out, that's why it's saying he's uncovered her fountain, and she hath uncovered the fountain of her blood, both of them shall be cut off from among their people. So God takes it seriously. It's a sin. He wants us to respect blood because in it is life. And the blood that comes out of the womb is not fresh blood. It's filthy. That's why it stinks. It's dead blood. Both the man and the women are doing something that's extremely unclean. And God does not like that. Now, of course, the Lord loves to forgive. So if you've ever done this, all you have to do is say, God, I'm sorry. I didn't know that I was sinning. I will never do it again. Please forgive me. Boom, it's over. He forgives you because he loves you. You don't have to feel shame. Just simply repent. 19. And thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, nor of thy father's sister. For he hath made naked his near kin. They shall bear their iniquity. They shall bear their iniquity. That means they're guilty. Again, in the new covenant, you can ask for forgiveness for these things. You don't have to be put to death or cut off forever. You simply repent. You make a decision to not do that again. And then the Lord forgives you. His forgiveness is instant. So we shouldn't hesitate to tell him that we're sorry. 20. And if a man shall lie with his uncle's wife, he hath uncovered his uncle's nakedness. They shall bear their sin. They shall die childless. If you have sex with your aunt, 
the Lord won't give you children. It's interesting, isn't it? Notice how it says he's uncovered his uncle's nakedness. So when you have sex with a near relative, you're putting to shame their spouse, whoever their lawful spouse is. 21. And if a man shall take his brother's wife, it is impurity. He hath uncovered his brother's nakedness. They shall be childless. According to ancient times, the brother was obligated to have sex with his ex-sister-in-law if she was a widow because his brother died, then he had to have sex with her so that his brother would have a legacy, a child. Um, and that child would be considered his brother's child, not his child. But that isn't an abomination because the brother is dead. It's only an abomination if the brother is still alive. 22. Ye shall therefore keep all my statutes and all mine ordinances, and do them that the land whither I bring you to dwell therein vomit you not out. And we talked about that in the last chapter. When people commit sin, the land actually vomits them out, which means there's hurricanes, floods, disasters, tornadoes, earthquakes. And that's what we see in America today is we see the land vomiting us out. It's one disaster after another because the sin in America is so great. 23. And ye shall not walk in the customs of the nation which I am casting out before you, for they did all these things, and therefore I abhorred them. 24. But I have said unto you, ye shall inherit their land, and I will give it unto you to possess it, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who have set you apart from the peoples. They have to conquer those people and not adopt their ways in order for God to bless them. Again, a lot of atheists will say, well, God was so mean because he had the Israelites kill innocent people, but they were not killing innocent people. The people that they went to battle against and conquered and killed, those people were practicing child rape, animal rape, child sacrifice, divination, witchcraft of all kinds. They were doing all kinds of terrible, horrific evils. They were not innocent at all. 25. Ye shall therefore separate between the clean beast and the unclean, and between the unclean fowl and the clean. Ye shall not make your souls detestable by beast, or by fowl, or by anything wherewith the ground teemeth. And that means like bugs and stuff, which I have set apart for you to hold unclean. And so he's just telling them, you can only eat the clean animals. The unclean animals carry diseases like rats and rabbits. 26. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I the Lord am holy, and have set you apart from the peoples, that ye should be mine. 27. A man also or a woman that divineth by a ghost or a familiar spirit shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones, their blood shall be upon them. It's because the evil spreads. Witches don't operate alone. They always operate in a coven, and then they always have customers. And that's how the evil spreads. They always influence people. That's why the Lord said in the Old Covenant to put them to death, so that the evil will be contained and eradicated. And that concludes Leviticus chapter 20.